0: Oh He showed me love, and it would do the same.
1: And ask the Heavenly Father to lead you. This morning, I'm teaching on the subject titled Lead. Lead. The leading abilities of a shepherd. And you want to ask the Lord. Heavenly Father, lead me. Guide me. Show me the way. Take me to a beautiful place. Tell him there is a better place. You need to get there. Lift your hands and ask him to lead you to the city. Masabola
0: child. Let your beauty come upon
1: us. Yes. May we see your glory. Let it come upon us mightily. We thank you, Father. This experience this morning, let it add generations to our ministries. May we last because of this experience thank you for the benefit and the blessing of your spirit thank you for amazing grace awesome awesome blessings. thank you heavenly father take us to our place we need to get there take us to our place Oh, now you want to lift your hands and thank him. Malu, Malu. Thank him. Oh, Malu, Malu. Just, thank him.
0: Malu, ribo, Just thank him. 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 Oh, oh, bah, 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 oh, thank him. oh yes. Thank, yes. thank yes we are grateful you are taking us somewhere you are leaving us somewhere we will get there we will get there we will get there
1: we will get there. Father, where we are now is not our final destination. Oh yes, Lord. We thank you for where we
0: are. It's a blessing. It's a
1: great place. But we refuse to accept that this is our destination. Yes. Take us on. Oh, take us on,
0: Lord.
1: Move us further, Lord. Oh, move us further
0: we refuse it. Oh, yes, there are better places oh, than this place. Yes, we refuse it. We refuse. Thank you. For this morning's blessing. Oh yes, we thank you,
1: Lord. We give you glory. Through the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. Keep clapping your hands. And you may please be seated. This morning, I want to welcome you to the final day of one of the best weeks we've spent as servants of God. I never knew time could fly so fast. But it's been a week well spent. And I believe that today, on this final day, somebody will experience a turnaround. That on this final day, somebody will have an experience that is unique and lasting. I'm continuing this morning to share with you about the beautiful job. I've had the privilege, and it's just a privilege, to do two different jobs, to work or operate in two different professions. the secular one is the highest you will find everywhere, America, Japan Kenya Madagascar the best students study medicine everywhere everywhere there was even a time in Ghana where there was a course in Cape Coast called Admin It was a very prestigious course. I don't know if it's still... It's still a prestigious course. Then as we were there, another course became computer science. I don't know where those courses are. But medicine is still... And will always be the top. The top. Because science... In the normal schools, those who do better in the class do science. I don't know what the school you attend, but in our school, we wrote an exam in Form 3. And then the best students were sent to do science. And the Sankwas were given business and uh, arts courses. I, I'm, I don't know this. I'm talking about my school. I'm not saying everywhere. My school. They always selected the top. Because even science, one of the reasons why science is superior to business and arts. We're just having a discussion. You can also raise up your hand and talk at this time. You have only three minutes. <laughs> One of the reasons why science is superior to arts is that people... I know two people. One is even a bishop. They studied science from the beginning. Took it to WASI or sixth form and even did university science. As in pharmacy, engineering, biochemistry... After university, they were able to switch to study. I know, I know a doctor who finished medical school. And when he finished, he switched to study law. I know a biochemist who finished biochemistry and switched to study accounting. So it's today he's a chartered accountant. Yeah, after doing science. So it's like, it, it, it looks like those who do science are able to switch to do arts or business but i don't know of anybody who studied law or who did sociology in the university arts accounts and so on then after university started to study science to become a doctor so that is also another window into how special sciences yes actually we are just having a chat today is our day relax there's no agenda we are just having a chat i don't know where these subjects came from this type of accounting and business this law sociology linguistics i don't know but see the 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 latin word for knowledge is scientia yeah so i mean it's like science is the real knowledge (laughs) Please encourage your children to study science. Even if they don't want to, tell them that this is knowledge. Yeah. Uh, accounting and school, they are all hobbies. Anyway, please don't mind me. Please, please don't insult me. i beg you. We are just having a, a light. Yeah. We, are, we are just having a chat on our day. Anyway, but but uh, I was saying that I've had the. As uh, I'm, I'm talking about the beautiful job that I've had the privilege to work as a medical doctor, you know, for 14 years. During that time, I progressed from medicine into a specialty and was even lecturing both the undergraduate level and postgraduate level. And then alongside, I was also pastor. So I know both worlds. And I can tell you that ministry is ten times more prestigious and beautiful and fulfilling than being a doctor in the hospital. I am telling you. Not many doctors can say what I'm saying because they, they only know the medicine part. Yes. They've not swum in the river I'm swimming in. The work of being a shepherd is a beautiful job. Fulfilling. I, I know. Don't take me to be a little child. I know that some pastors are cursing the day they took a decision to become pastors. Not because Ecclesiastes 10:17 17 says, there's a certain type of work which makes everybody tired. So, I know that some of you, some pastors, somebody listening, it's, it's disillusioned. It's disillusioned with the ministry. And pastoring. And just trying to get by. Now, I, 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 um, some, some bushmen have put boxes at the back there. Kindly remove them. It shows that some village mentality, somebody who is not enlightened is in charge of something at the back. Yeah. But we here, we are going to the city. Thank you. It's here. It's a, yes. it's a, so, because he knoweth not how to go to the city. In the city, real city, you don't find boxes Are you, are you, are you relaxed? Yeah. Yeah. It's a baller They've made their back into a baller Just because a bushman is there There's a bushman at the back there In charge of affairs Well, it's good Because it's part of what I'm teaching this morning Come to think of it, it's good Yeah. You know, I'm I'm very happy. I'm relaxed this morning because, I mean, my father came yesterday. He spoke. I shouldn't even be speaking after him. I don't know. He just gave me the chance to have this morning. I wish today was party time, dancing, drinking, eating. Some yeah. concerts. But God will speak to us. Yeah, because today, we are talking about leading. Yeah. Leading. You know. So, What was I saying before I saw the baller? (laughs) I was saying something before I saw that. Some pastors are cursing the day they enter the ministry. Because the ministry has been only a nightmare. Difficulty. But I'm sure this week you've learned enough to revolutionize your ministry. So today I have the privilege To talk about A very important part Of the work of A pastor That which makes his work A beautiful job If you go back to our foundational Scripture in Isaiah 40 verse 11 You will see that at the end He says he shall feed his flock like a shepherd he shall gather the lambs with his arm carry them in his bosom and I have talked, I have talked about carrying yes. yes and today he says and shall gently lead those that are with young so leading leading is part of a shepherd's work in other words A pastor, see, look at this one. A pastor must be good at feeding. God willing, if if He gives us the life to meet again next year for out of shepherding, maybe even this year I can have easily have a meeting and invite you to come. I I hope you will come. Yes. But I I will have more to talk about feeding, the feeding. But What we've had in this conference, I think, should take us very far. A, A pastor must develop his feeding skills. He must deliberately, intentionally develop it. Develop your feeding skills. Then you must also intentionally develop your gathering abilities. Today we are going to receive Bishop Prince. Yes, he was, he, was, he was a star speaker last year. I don't know what the Lord has given him, but I wish he could come and repeat himself. Just repeat himself. I pray so. Maybe I'll try and wrap him, but of course he has to obey God. Yes, so. That was beautiful. So, you can actually get last year's teaching on gathering to, 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 to complement what I have also shared. Together, it will be a blessing to you. But you must, if you are a pastor, you must develop your gathering abilities. And I taught profoundly yesterday. Then, if you are a pastor or a shepherd, you must also be very good at carrying your members a lot of your members need to be carried. Actually, all your members need to be carried. All of them. Only that the areas you carry them will be different. There are some, there are some members you will not need to carry in the area of marriage. But you may need to carry in the area of their personal spiritual lives or their financial life and so on. So so we must live here with one of the to do things as developing our carrying ability. Now today we are looking at how we can develop our ability to lead. Now a pastor is a leader A pastor is not someone who just checks word. A pastor is not just an expositor of the word of God. A good teacher. There is a ham somewhere here. Here. I don't know whether it's also here. Just a very slight one. But I'm very sensitive to these things. So please. Work on it. Yes, it is also here. It's very, very gentle ham. But demons are using it to disturb the service. Are, Are you with me? A pastor is not just a teacher of the word of God on Sunday. A pastor, a shepherd is a leader. A shepherd is a leader. Can you please gently and respectfully turn to your neighbor and tell the person, you are a leader. You are a leader. You are a leader. Amen. Amen. Yeah. A a, a shepherd leads. The Lord is my shepherd. He leadeth me beside the still waters as part of the job description of a shepherd. There is leading beside. He leads me. Leading. Leading. I feel like shouting. Please excuse me for shouting. I'm sorry. He leadeth me Beside the still waters, then he says again, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Righteousness. Your members will not learn, will not know how to be righteous until you lead them in the paths of righteousness so the so the so the standards standard for a pastor is very high you must you must develop your ability to lead a pastor is a leader now let's start the conference on leadership. Now, you must be alert because some things are going to be flying about. You must be quick to catch them. Don't sit here with the mind that you you know about leadership. It will disturb you. Now, when we start the subject of leadership, leading people if you are a choir leader leading choruses leading ashes leading instrumentalists God himself is a leader and he gives us pastors who must lead so every pastor must be a good student of leadership now Whenever the subject of leadership is mentioned, someone leading... Now, that is what I'm talking about today, uh, this morning. God willing, if I'm alive this afternoon, I will take it to the next level. Today is leadership. Leadership. You will be a good leader. You will be a good leader. Now, how many of you want to become good leaders? I want to be. Good. So we can now roll. There is one verse in the Bible that you must know about. You don't find it anywhere in any other book except in the word of God. Now, if you have been given the responsibility... To lead people. You should know this verse. If you don't know this verse. Your leadership will be very, very, very pathetic. Pathetic. So I'm introducing the first leadership scripture in the Bible to you. which you should know about and meditate on it and respect. It is in Jeremiah chapter 10. Without this, you cannot start leadership. Jeremiah chapter 10. Verse number 23. Beautiful. You see, so so you must you must take your time, you must you must relax because the the the, the teaching is very very profound now in Jeremiah chapter ten verse twenty three you you will discover The main leadership scripture. Mommy, do you want to be a leader? Are you a pastor? It means you are a leader. Yes. If you don't want to be a leader, then stop. Resign as a pastor. Resign. A pastor is a leader. You are leading church members. Even if it's a small church like my 30-member church. Are the members here today or they didn't come? They are here. The leaders bring the members. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord, I know that this is the five star. I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man. Now, this verse is the, is the core scripture that explains why you find abysmally pathetic leadership in churches, in countries, in businesses, in companies. If it's in countries, especially African countries, pathetic. This is the scripture. He said, oh Lord, I know That the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Um, Can we have other translations? Maybe the King James is not saying it well. I know, Lord, New Living Translation, that our lives are not our own. We are not able to plan our own course. Can we visit The New American Standard. Okay, message. That's fine. That's fine. I know, God, that mere mortals can run their own affairs. Now, you you are sitting in one of the most powerful leadership sessions ever of your life. This morning. Forget about the conferences you attended in America and uh, Singapore. Uh, You are in a leadership conference. I know that a man's way is not in himself. Nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. Did we finish the message version? Let's finish it and see what the message Bible says. It says, oh God, that mere, mo- I know God, that mere mortals can't run their own lives. That that men and women don't have what it takes to take charge of life. Now, if you don't know this verse, you are handicapped. Because this verse is what tells you, and you don't find this statement in any book in the world. I've said through all the books in the world. Only in the Bible do you have this. That a man That is, and I'm a man. A woman is a man. So just take me to be a man. So the King James Bible says, "It is not in me the way I must walk. If in my life, my life, my path is this way, this is what God has ordained for me in my life to walk. All my paths." This way. That's my way of my path. Before I die here. That way is not in me. I don't have it. In other words, I don't have the capacity to lead myself. Big, big one. This is a big one. This morning we are going to do a lot of praying so get ready we are going to call on god for help we pray a lot i hope there will be time to pray a lot so you can guess my question how can a man who cannot lead himself now lead other people
0: <laughs>
1: now, if you don't have this discussion you will be like an African leader I'm telling you when you drive around it's like the bowler I have removed. There's no bola there. But when you drive through Accra, it's, it's, bola is like flower pots that are arranged. Zongo Junction is like, it's like the flowers. You go to some ceremonial part of Accra, big potted plants. If you come to Zongo Junction, bola is the flowers that are arranged neatly <laughs> by the road. That's leadership. The road you used to come here. I don't know whether a politician came to live in the area recently. But the road we use is not the road you, you drove on. Yeah. It, was, it was graded last week. Not for this conference. Nobody cares about any conference. I don't know what happened. I think the municipal authority felt sorry for us. Just the bend over there, I'm telling you, if your car is able to negotiate the bend and come here, it means your car can go to Kilimanjaro Mountains. <laughs> As like, the road you used to come here is not the road we used to come to church. And it's, it, and it's good for now. Once the rains begin, the rains begin, then we start the real road. if you don't ask this question, that how is it possible that even me, my own life, I can't lead it. I can't I can lead myself. How can I lead others? How can a cell leader who cannot lead himself lead ten people? How can a pastor Who cannot lead himself. Lead a congregation of 6,000 people. How? So, you find that in most churches, most churches are pastored by leaders who don't know how to lead. And it is not wrong to know to not know how to lead it is natural to not know how to lead because that is how God has made us like how God made us and put two kidneys in us, a spleen pituitary gland a hormonal axis, gave us joints, nerves big ones and small ones blood vessels, big ones and small ones it is part of God's Design that you don't have leadership. The way of a man is not in himself. So what right do you have to give commands to people? Hey, do that. Go away. I mean, what right? Now, no, no. Let's, let's even... Bring it home. What right do I have to call pastors, gather pastors in thousands, and talk to them about something I don't have in me, ladies and gentlemen? Please turn your Bibles to look. Hmm. Oh, sorry. So, 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 Matthew. 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 Now, Jesus spoke about a certain type of leadership in Matthew 15. Verse 14 he said let them be leave them alone they are blind guides and if a blind man is guiding a blind man the two will go falling into a hole together so you see that in most churches Pastors and church members are in the same hole. King James. Beautiful. He said, let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. Which is is the natural state of life. the leader is blind the people being led are blind I'm trying to explain to you that what is happening in your life is natural and Jesus described it if he said and if the blind lead the blind both of them shall fall into the ditch in many areas you find blind leaders leading blind people because because god actually made us blind we are blind i am blind and so are you the way the way if you leave me to find my way i will get lost that is why the easiest thing for sheep to do is to get lost all we isaiah 56 536, 6 all we like sheep have gone astray the easiest thing for sheep to do is not to eat grass it is to get lost and by the way a shepherd in the church is also a sheep Who has been given the privilege to shepherd sheep? Every shepherd was part of the congregation. I was part of the congregation and my pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills, selected me 23 years ago and said, go and lead some people. He knew I was blind. Because God made me blind. If you don't believe in this, you will be, be, be a pathetic leader. If you don't believe it, if I put a choir in your hands, if you don't believe that you are a blind person, you will make. I'm, I'm teaching. Today, today is not, it's not preaching, I'll receive it. There's nothing to receive. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you. It's not like stand up. I mean, I'm not. I'm saying there's nothing to just stand up and shout and receive. Cool down and receive. There are many ways you receive things. This one is coolly received. Sit down and receive. Pastors. I'm talking about leading. Lead your members. How can a leader lead when he is blind? How can somebody... How can somebody who is blind lead? So, this, at this point, it should explain to you why you are confused. As a pastor. Why things are not working? And that does not make you a bad person. You are a normal person. Confusion is normal. Injuries. Injuries. Working and hating your... If I, if, if I become blind now and I want to go to the back right now, I don't know how I... Uh, And many people are sitting here with injuries, emotional injuries, spiritual injuries, financial injuries, academic injuries, ministry injuries, because you are blind. So so let's 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 end the service. How can a blind person lead? Hi. Hey! Now, a blind person can lead. Luke 7. Verse 8. And I will titillate you with other translations. For I also am a man set under authority. these words are the words of a centurion who came to Jesus for help and in their discourse the centurion gave one of the most powerful leadership principles the issue had to do with miracle healing and deliverance something supernatural but there are no words like this in the bible in fact Jesus' response was that I have never heard anything like this ever in Israel. For I also am a man set under authority having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, Go! And what does he do? He will go and to another come and what does he do call for this successful leader my i'm having a good time and to my servant do this and what does he do he do it You will do it. May you be a man who can say go! And the people go. May you be a man who says, come! And they come. You see, the beautiful conference we are having here is because I am a leader. When I say to people, we are having a conference, we have the conference by the grace of God. Yeah. I say, you go and bring 10 pastors. They'll go and bring it. Anything I say, they do it. Grown-ups, grown-ups, CEOs are sitting there. I can shout, hey, all of you, you watch, you watch. hey, all of you come into the hall now everybody, enter the hall everybody on this car park enter the hall and come and stand on the stage everybody on the car park come and stand on the stage you see how they are running yes look at it millionaires, grown-ups, CEOs. We are having a conference. Leadership conference. Everybody, go and stand there. I don't want to believe there's somebody at the car park who is not here. running. Hurry up! How do you think we have this conference? If you like, try it in your church. Try next week or next month. Organize Art of Anointing conference and invite us. Are you all here? Now, go back. There are people at work right now. I can call them and say, leave your office and come here right now. They'll be here. A leader is one who says, go! And they go. We are going to pray in Mampon. If you are a man with testicles, don't come. We are having a convention. Every leader, every cell leader, bring your members. They come. You are, most all of you pastors who are not in the lighthouse, whatever, you were brought here because I commanded them. I said, go to your area and bring the pastors. And did they bring you? They brought you. I want to hurry up so that we pray. This is that... that There is no statement. So, Jesus Christ was shocked. Look at the next verse. The next verse. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned him about and said to the people that followed him, I say to you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Israel are the people with the most Nobel Prizes, most educated, richest everything top the Jews. They, nobody made this comment except an Italian centurion. You want to be a leader? Who is a leader? A leader is somebody who says to the sheep, let's go to still waters. Lead me. I will go. A leader is someone who says, work on this path of righteousness. A leader is someone who says, you see, because, it's, oh, please now we're in a conference. You don't stand up. You see, marriage is very, very complex. Like I was, I, I read from uh YouTube book yesterday, what it means to be a shepherd. It's very complex. Like my wife and I, we were friends for our 10 years or so. Friends are... Lady Pastor Edwina was one of our friends. We grew, grew up in the same school. They are classmates. We are friends for a long time. After 10 years, we married ourselves. If I, I was even a student. So she married me. I didn't have money. No, no. The wedding we had, everything was sponsored by her. The only thing I bought was my suit. I was a student. I didn't have money. About the rings, oh yes, about the rings. Yes. Everything. The panties I took. My friend, she's in town. She gave me the panties to take. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. A, a friend, a lady friend. She's a doctor. She gave me the panties. Then the beads and things. Another friend, who's also a doctor, went to town. They went to buy it and so on. Then uh, I went for a school loan. The loan we used to buy books. I used it to buy cloth. And then did the engagement. Then she sponsored the whole wedding. So as I was standing there, my perswa was not in the wedding. <laughs> yeah. We loved ourselves. But there are problems in marriage. That is the reason, that's the only reason why I will not tell a church member marry her, but rather will suggest. You know, think of Rita. Please consider her. She, just try be friends with her, yeah. That, because even those who have been friends and have flowed very well, they are still having marital problems. So how much more you that we carried you and damned you onto a woman? That's what Bishop said. You will curse the pastor. That's the only reason. That the, it's the only area I don't have a certain level of command. Apart from that, I can tell my child, remove your child from this school. Next term, he must be in this school. The next term, he's wearing blue-blue. Blue-blue. Now, the churches we are pastoring... That is how we must lead. They don't know that they must pray. You must tell them to pray. Right now, at this time, if you can check Facebook, Bishop Dagwood, this Facebook page, you see that he's lying on the carpet in his church with my children. he doesn't pastor adults anymore. My pastor who came yesterday. No, he doesn't pastor us anymore. His church is full of our children. All of us, the pastors, our children are there. He doesn't pastor adults anymore. He said youth pastor. Right now, I'm, I'm not speaking euphemistically or allegorically. Right now, he's lying on the, or sitting in a chair praying and our children are there. Little children. They don't have anything our, our money they are giving of using for offerings They are there right now. Because if you leave the children, they won't pray. So, so bishop, who knows how to pray on his own, alone, for this, has to now come in the morning at eight o'clock with his Bible and a microphone and prayer till 7 pm in the evening yesterday he came here straight from a prayer meeting all day today all day because if you don't pray with them a pastor should be able to tell the church members we are going we are going to pray many pastors don't have that Go, and they go. You cannot tell your church members that they should come yet. Many of us are here alone. If I'm coming for your conference, if you invite me to come for your conference, I'm going to come with grown-ups. Ah! I say we are going for a conference next week, and you won't come. Ah! What are you talking about? Now, I'm about to show you Where that power comes. Where that power comes from. How I can stand there and command grown ups. Some of them have grandchildren. Come now! And they come. But you can't. You cannot. Your church will end. Your church will finish. Commanding who? Who are you to tell me how to have sex with my wife? What business do you have asking me if I've had sex? What? Is it your your business? But I can call one right and ask her, have you had sex? Did you have sex this morning? said, no. Go home now. She will leave right now and go home. Listen, God, he's depending on us. You see, you see, he gave a very, very, very wild promise. I don't know whether he's even a broken-hearted God. I don't know. It's possible he's broken-hearted. Because the type of promise he gave in Jeremiah 3.15 is very wild. Though. He, he, he promised the people, say, I will give you pastors. I'll give you, and you what? They will feed you. With knowledge and understanding. I wonder if God is happy. Whether he sees us doing exactly what he promised Israel to do. Listen very carefully. How do you get that power to tell people to go and they go to come and... He uh, says, "Now you won't get it well. He says, for I also... I'm a man, and the you see, I'm set. Set means I am established, and the authority. I am I say I also am a man and the authority. I am under authority and I also have soldiers under me. You cannot have people under you when you don't want to be under somebody. Spiritual loss don't allow it. Look at other translations. The Message Bible or New Living Translation. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers. I'm I'm talking to you about leadership. I am under the authority of my superior officers. And I have authority over my soldiers. Full stop. Let's, Let's leave it there. Forget about the go and they go and come. We know that when it says go, they go. But the the source of your leadership must come from somewhere. I know this because I am under the authority of my superiors. Somebody must be above you. Who should be able to command you to do anything? Because you also as a leader of your sheep, should be able to command them to do anything that you think is good for them. Message Bible. He said, I am a man under others. I also give others. <laughs> so if you are not, if you don't learn, if you are not a good student, if you are not good in the art of being under others, nobody. There are pastors under me who can never be successful leaders. Why? Because they cannot take orders from me. They will not allow me to lead them. Therefore, the leadership component of the art of shepherding is blocked and blacked out. I also am a man under others. Ladies and gentlemen, to be a good leader of your home cell, don't attempt to start it without placing yourself absolutely under somebody's leadership. To summarize, you cannot lead anybody if you yourself are not following somebody. Bad leaders in any area we can even jump out of the church. Bad leaders are lead- when you find a church like I have some pathetic churches, churches which don't grow, churches which don't have any spirit in them. Invariably, you may not know philosophy or astrology or cosmos cosmology but you, you should know that that pastor is not following the person he must follow the churches I have under me I can count some I can, there are some of the churches which are doing very well vibrant, growing fresh the pastors are doing well Without one exception All of them are seriously following me On Sundays they come to sit here For one of my services before they go to their church service If you look at the data And you find struggling churches Struggling pastors You will realize that some of them It is only on Christmas day that I see them a good leader to lead to lead to lead as a blind man imagine me yes follow me you two are blind hold my hand we are going to my color market sorry For me, as a blind man, to lead this blind man, somebody who can see, or has seen already, should hold my hand. Somebody who can see should come and hold my hand. Take me to Makola Market.
0: Yes, please.
1: Follow me. Yes. Follow me. We are going out.
0: We will go and take a car, which will take us to Makola Market go straight and out through the doors. So just follow me. As we are getting here, you have to raise your leg because there's a step here. No, please. Come a little bit forward. And then raise your leg. Raise your leg. Raise it. Aha. Uh-huh. You also raise your leg.
1: Yes. Raise your leg.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. There <laughs>
1: can a blind man lead another blind man by following somebody who can see? Now, that is the mystery of life. Even though we are blind in ourselves, there are areas where I can see better than you. So, the one also who is leading me should be sure that he is also following somebody. Because in his own ability to lead himself and therefore to lead me, he is blind. So, the leadership he is giving me should be based on somebody he has already followed or is following. Otherwise, he can never take me to Makola because he himself is also blind in a way. There are some things I would have wished that somebody would say about my church. I can't say them because it's it's madness and it's prideful and it's it's bizarre to stand in front of you and be giving you all types of say things that, I mean, if somebody is saying it, it, that's fine. But I'm telling you, listen to me very carefully here. Even in our church Whether it is a reverend It is a bishop It is a whatever The church is divided into two Of course They are not two equal halves The churches that are doing well Are pastored by pastors Who are following Bishop Dahlia Mills Without exception Whether they are in Southern Africa, or Asia, or Europe, whatever. Because you cannot, as a leader, as a pastor, who is under someone... Because, you see, see, to to have a successful church, you will give commands. Please sit down at a conference. To have a successful church, you must give commands. You must tell somebody, go and have an outreach. Go here and come here. But you... Nobody can tell you, go here. Sit here. In fact, you have made yourself the type of person that if your leader wants to lead you, he's even afraid. Therefore, those under you will also make themselves in such a way that if you also want to lead them, you'll be afraid to even say exactly what you want to say. My dear friends, leadership Cannot start Without the art of following Let's welcome Bishop Bruce From Kumasi Welcome You cannot lead That's why in churches I've told you churches under me I've told you about churches In our, our 3,000 churches are not all great churches. They're not all great churches. Some of the churches are like shrines. Some of them are like funeral homes. And the correlation is direct and clear. The churches that are vibrant, doing well, flourishing are all pastored by pastors who are under authority That's why you are not you see have you ever heard the saying that every leader must be a reader has anybody heard this saying before? Every leader must be a reader. A leader, or it's been some have also turned it around, that if you do not read, you cannot lead. Has, has anybody heard this statement before? You've heard it before. If you do not read, you cannot lead that every leader must be a what? A what? A what? A reader. Now, today I will explain to you what that statement means. It's not just reading. That makes a leader. There are many useless leaders who read. The core message in that statement, every leader must be a reader. You see, sometimes as pastors also, or or world leaders—I mean, you know, people who communicate—you must also use language sometimes that sound well. yeah, some, something that's a rhyme a little rhyme that gratitude is an attitude that takes you to the highest altitude to gain the fortitude of the largest magnitude <laughs> it, it's nice It's it's nice so when you say a leader must be a reader, it sounds nice. Yeah. It rhymes and it's good. But that statement is a very, very presumptuous summary. And a pre- a, a, you see, it assumes that the people you are speaking to are intelligent. Leading requires that you follow. And following is bigger than reading. The real statement should be that If you cannot follow You cannot lead But it doesn't sound Nice That's why we say If you cannot read You cannot lead It is assumed that A lot of following is done by reading books It's assumed. That's why in America, the American presidents are rated not by the countries they bombed. Yeah, if you read, they are rated, the, the, the presidents are rated by the volumes of materials they read and the size of their libraries. If you go on the internet, you see that they are rated. Because you are leading the leader of the world. The nation that leads the world. You are a man who knows next to nothing. So to lead well, you must follow someone. That is why great presidents read. They read so that they can have someone to follow, to help them, to lead. Paul was a reader not because he wanted to develop his grammar, but he read because he needed to have principles of leadership, something to follow. And was he not the best leader we knew in the Bible? Daniel, he read the books of Jeremiah, not because he liked Jeremiah's English, but he was a prime minister who needed someone to follow. A leader is a follower. If you are listening to me and you don't have anybody you are following, you don't have a right to lead anybody. There was, a, there was an American president, Theodore Roosevelt. He, every day, he cleared a book before having breakfast. One you know, of the top presidents of America before breakfast. We are struggling with you to have your quiet time before breakfast. Jimmy Carter, standard. He read two to three books every week. Every week, two to three books. Two to three books. George W. Bush between 2006 and 2008 he read 186 books it's not that they they are not reading the books to make them good orators they are reading because they are leaders and a leader must be following something I want to give you a suggestion what will make you a great shepherd or a greater light from today. See yourself as a blind person which you are who doesn't have the ability to lead. That is why Jesus Speaking in John 21 Said When you were young When you were were an immature pastor You wore what you wanted to wear And went Where you wanted to go That is At the level of the new believer Ordinary Christian But when you mature into pastoral life You stretch your hand And another will dress you And take you Where you don't want to go. My God, I feel like crashing the microphone. Many of us here, where you need to go to get the right knowledge for your ministry is exactly where you don't want to go. Let's say that all of us we need to eat bread to become human beings, to, to function as a human being. And the bread is in this room. If we leave you, you go this way with bread on your mind. That's why he said, give me the new living translation. NLT. So I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, that word old, is when you've come to a place of maturity. A place where you are mature enough to take care of somebody. Two people, six people, twenty people, two hundred, two thousand. It's when you are old. That's when you need somebody to that is when you, you must stretch yourself. Stretch your hand. And say, sir lead me, take me to the back take me he is not a rapist he will never come and take my hand and rip me out of that room I have to come and say I like you lead me why? and when you stretch forth your hand, expect something. When you stretch forth your hand, expect something. What should you expect? Expect that you'll be taken to a place you don't want to go. Some of you came to this conference this morning. At the time you wanted to come, I couldn't get you to be here at 8 o'clock. So whatever has happened here, between 8 a.m. and close to 11 a.m., you've lost it. And you've lost it not because of any other reason, but that you refused to allow me to lead you so you've come to the conference at the time of your own choosing. But in leadership, you don't do things of your own choosing. You do things that someone has chosen for you to do. The more mature you are. So I, I, I can tell. The maturity. Being mature doesn't mean that you are sixty years old or like you without hair or you have grey hair. Not having hair doesn't mean you are mature. It just means that your wife likes you because she sees you as a powerful man. Most churches are be in lighthouse. A lot of a lot of churches are being pastored by immature pastors. All they have is a letter of appointment. And I pity their members. I pity their members. Me, by the grace of God. I have stretched out my hand. The man who came here yesterday. The man who came here yesterday, he's not just my pastor. He's a pastor of three thousand people. I'm just one of them. I have I have surrendered myself to him. That, what, when he is having a meeting, there's no discussion like whether I can go or I don't want to go or I may go. I am there. So there are many pastors. I, I hear comments, but I don't I just don't speak. Senior pastors they make comments. Ah, but Doctor Go, doesn't he have anything to do? As we are in our churches working And it's true It's a legitimate question Because here in in this In Lighthouse We work on Sundays And on Sundays The evening when others are working That's when I am sitting on the front row Watching little children dancing But did you know that David said A day With the Lord. In his house. Is better. Than a thousand days. So one day. I spend sitting at the feet. Of watching my pastor preach live. Gives me three more. I move faster ahead. Than the pastor. Who is in his church. Doing meetings. I told you. There are many things it would be madness for me to tell you myself. There are many times I've had conventions. I've had to let somebody introduce a preacher. Or sometimes I introduce a preacher and I'm off. Because unfortunately, the convention just clashed with a camp he's having. Or something. This conference, as I'm having here, last week, the prayer meeting he had, I was there. From the beginning, I was there with my big head. First, first day, first minute, I was sitting there. The Friday, I had the funeral in Kweu. I packed my things in my car. Got someone to drive. We're going with people. I said, we leave at 2 o'clock. So come to the first love center and pick me at 2 o'clock. When they came, I observed. I looked up. I looked to the left. I looked to the right. And realized that what is happening here. I will never leave my father here and go for a funeral. Unfortunately for me, that morning on Friday. You can check on Facebook. I don't know who spoke to him. He said he's teaching us something about um, sacrifice or something. Then the, what verse should he go and read? He said, he read what Christ said. Let the dead bury the dead. Immediately, I took my hand. and if I began to wipe my sweat. Because the car was standing there. The place was cool. I began to sweat. <laughs> what? He said, to be great in some things, you need to, sometimes, not follow dead bodies. And of course, he's a prophet. He knew that one of his sons was a fool sitting there. <laughs> Nobody told him that a fool was in the service. So anytime he passed in front of me, it built in his spirit. A fool is here. A fool is here. Pepe, pepe. When he took the Bible, I could not believe it. Check last week, Friday. What he taught in the morning, let the dead. I went outside and I told, you know something? Remove my things from the car. They removed everything. And I said, take my car and go to Kwewu. Go and do the funeral. We'll talk about donation later on. I had even told Bishop himself that I was going to Kwewu that Friday. I told him on Tuesday or Wednesday that I'm going to Kwewu for a funeral. So, like, what car how will you go the road check us everything he he i he blessed me two days before the funeral but even though he blessed me, I must have sense to know that what is before you you cannot duplicate it again ah, people go for funerals and they die on the road or you've not heard something I know the like ghanaian yeah. yeah. So not everybody who sets from his house to go to a funeral arrives. Some die. Some also attend prayer meetings. So I also didn't arrive. I didn't arrive. Some die and don't arrive. I went for a prayer meeting and I didn't arrive. May you know the value of what must be put into your life. As a leader, may the Lord give you a personal revelation of the price to pay, the sacrifices to make, To be able to have whatever it takes as a leader. And the key is not reading, it is following. When I take the book Mega Church, if I want to be in church growth, in church growth, are you happy you came? Or we should close. Okay, let's close. Let's close. Let's, let, we'll meet at 4 o'clock. Eh? No, if you don't like it, I, I can go. Should I continue? Yes. If you see me, I want to grow my church. And you see me with church growth, reading. I'm not just reading. It's not a novel. I am following the mind of a great leader who has put into writing how to grow a church. When you read something, you are following. That is why many people go to Bible school and end up as failures in ministry. Because they just went to read and pass examinations But the, the, the content of a book That's why it's not every book you must read The book you want to spend your time to read Should be a book you are ready to follow and obey That's why we, we sang this morning Trust and obey Please go and sing it again
0: When we walk with the Lord Take your time baby In the light of his word What a glory he sheds on our way While we do his good will Do his good will He abides with us still
1: Amen and with all who will trust and obey. So, 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 you, you continue. How is it possible that Bishop Daggward Mills is pasting a church you count in thousands? And he has got pastors in Lighthouse who have the church growth book. They read it and write it for, write exams with it. And still managed to get eighty members after eleven years of being a missionary somewhere. Why? Because they read it, but they did not trust and obey what was in the book. That's why you pass by lighthouse stages, pastors wearing collars. But their churches are sickly looking. If you go to First Love, the church is not a sickly looking church. If you come to my church, you have entered a place of Zoe Life. What you find here, you won't find it in many places. A lot of our churches in Lighthouse have become orthodox churches. You can be at home and predict what will be happening in the service at 10.45 a.m. But not here. Hi-ya! You can buy the Macarius, and it will just be reading material you use to pass time in your toilet. But blessed are those who opened the book in their toilet to read and received the book as a prophetic direction of things they must obey. Trust that this point about counting is relevant to me. Trust that this point about retention evangelism is relevant to me. Trust that this book, what the prophet has written about Lycos. It's a prophetic word, I must trust and obey. But not many people read with the mind of trusting and obeying. But blessed are those who read with a mind that they are trusting and obeying. Sing it, baby.
0: When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word. What a glory he sheds on our way while we do his good will. Singer, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. Trust
1: stop Anybody listening to me today, whether on Facebook live from Austria, Lagos, Zambia, wherever you are listening to me, in this room, if you are a failure in ministry, if you are dissatisfied with the outcome of your ministry inputs, it means that you are not following well. Or at all. Remember that you are a blind man. And the only hope of any meaningful step you will take in the ministry will come by stretching your hands and asking someone, Take me. Look, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I will not stand here and impress you that I'm a great son. To Bishop like What or I'm I'm, I'm an infant. No, there are some meetings when I'm going, I'm sad that I'm going. I'm sad because it also pains me that I can't be with my members and teach them and review their work. I'm a pastor, I am a shepherd. You don't have any idea. I want to be with my sheep, I've got things to say to them. I've got a way of guiding them. So many times when I'm going away, my heart breaks like Billy Graham. There were times when he's going for a crusade, he would drive out of the house and park somewhere and cry. And cry and continue. Everybody has where he wants to be. But unfortunately, after you stretch forth your hand, you don't have any option. You cannot but go where you are being asked to go. But some of you can stretch forth your hand and still decide that I won't go this way. No! I want to go to the pulpit. Where? At the back? Where the ball is? No! I want the pulpit. And so... We are all Look You don't have any idea Everybody here is a great person You won't believe me You will not believe me There is not even one person here Who is average or small We are great Jesus Christ himself said You are a city set on a hill Which, 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 which what? cannot behave. that is your, your level of greatness and uniqueness will be known but you can't hide it that is you'll be in Accra but people in Dubai know about you I'm being watched by people from Pakistan this morning China one day I was going to my, my the country and I saw Afghanistan why can't I hide small? I went to a hotel somewhere, I was traveling and stopped. and went to a hotel to go and I, 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 I think we even use the bathroom. As soon as I, I'm at that play, as soon as I enter, hey, Bishop, I'll go! I say, here too. Behave. How come nobody knows you? How come your church is an area ministry? How is it possible that somebody with the Spirit of God in him will be a local preacher, an area cactus? The reason is that even though you are a great person. You know, there's a type of shark. Shark. John Maxwell talk, he talks about it. That is huge. Huge. But that shark, if you get the baby shark, it can grow to its full years in a bathtub and manage to fill the bathtub. Because that is the space it has given itself. Many of you sitting here who are cities on a hill, please don't say, I came here to curse anybody. Never. How can I? How can I? But I'm telling you that some people here will die small Some pastors sitting here. Some pastors sitting here. May may not will die incognito. Nobody knew you. The reason is that what God has said is one thing. what you are ready to fight to become this one not everything God says comes to pass read your Bible there are many things God said they didn't come to pass so Paul advised Timothy that according to the prophecies that went on before you wage good warfare because without fighting to get something, God's word, God's prophetic word may appear to be a lie. That's why when Paul was writing to the church in Rome, the Romans, he told them, Romans 3 verse 4, he says, God forbid Yeah. Let true and every man a liar god can never be true until you let god become true god becoming true. the word of god concerning your life becoming true depends on you let god be true means that if you don't if you don't behave well will not be true but he said rather let men be liars what men are expecting of your ministry that it will not amount to much rather through hard work through following let men did you know that I am a samurai I am a samurai when you go home I will put the messages on podcast relax and listen to me very well a lot of the shouting i shout it's not because i'm a soldier i i, I didn't even grow up in any military barracks but I, I have to shout to overcome difficulties if you listen to me carefully you realize that i don't speak well i don't speak fluently but i am loaded with anointing that is why you don't even hear the mistakes in my speech the anointing is what compensates many people are expecting me to be a write-off and every pastor should be a write-off people are praying that I will sleep with the girls in the church and destroy my ministry people are praying that I will steal the money that can you imagine the money that comes into the church that I am using to build cathedrals church buildings? You cannot imagine. They are praying that I will be in the church like a viper swallowing offerings. Swallowing. But by the grace of God because I am following someone the predictions of men are unable to come to pass. But rather by following someone when you come here on Sunday and you see the church and pastor you say yes God is faithful indeed God is true let God be true means live your life in such a way that it makes God's word about you come to pass nothing God says just comes to pass David said in Psalm 82 he said, I have told you that you are gods. I have told you that you are gods. Why? Because the child of a snake is a snake. The child of an, of an elephant is an elephant. The child of a monk is. I'm telling you, you are great, but you don't know. The child of a cow is a cow. Therefore, the child of God is a god. He like, said, I have told you, I have already said to you that you are God. And in case you don't know, he like, said, and I mean all of you who are children of the most high, because the child of an elephant is an elephant. So if you are a child of the most high God, you are God. Like, I have already said it that you are God. But because you don't want to understand. And acquire knowledge because the previous verse, watch it, go to verse 5, verse 4. Is like verse 5? They know not, they won't take their time to have knowledge. Neither will they understand, they will relate with people who will help them to understand their actions. So they walk on in darkness and all their foundations are out of course. There's no foundation. They are walking on air. Today you see that they are great, but tomorrow they are down. Like they know not. Ignorant pastors. Neither will they understand. Neither will they attend this conference. They are pastors who should have been here and didn't come. You are a replacement. So because of that, it's sad, but we have to say it. Say they walk on in darkness and these are the things that break God's heart. Because the next verse is what he said. He said, I have already told you you are God. That is you are very great. Your greatness is of the order of God. I told somebody yesterday, Bishop Dagwood Mills, the elephant has given birth to mice, rats, rats in ministry. Is it possible an elephant will give birth to mice? But it has happened. Why? Because they will not take their time to follow. When you come here and you see the church I am pastoring, you should not be surprised. You should ask yourself the first question. Who is he following? Who is he a son? When David killed Goliath, what was the question? See, it's the, the question that was asked David by Saul so whose son are you? You must have a certain order of genetic transmission to achieve something. Whose son? You don't just get up to do anything. There must be something flowing through you. A, that's I stand here. There's a certain power, a certain, a certain anointing flowing through my body. You don't have any idea. And, and it didn't come for me because I'm one of the most unanointed people. But you see, go back. He like said, I have said you are gods, and I mean anybody who is a child of the Mosai. Of a child of a goat Is a goat But Because you will not take your time To understand the ministry And to acquire knowledge To follow well He said Next verse 7 But you shall die like men You are not supposed to die like men And then fall Like one of the Jesus I don't like this You know the princes They are talking about Lucifer and his angels. He said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. Even though you are gods, you will fall like a devil. And today you are very high. Next year, you have no ministry. Because you are, you chose darkness. He said, light has come to the world. But men, men... But, but, but we are not men. We are gods. He said, light has come. But men love darkness. I have said, you are gods. Pastors, there is enough. If you get the book, the anointed and His anointing, its anointing. is sticking out right there. There is enough anointing in this world. To give you 10,000 members. You watch me one of these days. You will hear that I am pastoring 10,000 members. Yeah. There is enough anointing. For everyone under the sound of my voice. To have a ministry. With a flock. Numbered in thousands. But some of you. Will die with 89 members. Because. You have not learned. The eternal truth. That the anointing you are looking for is on an anointed man. The anointing you are looking for is on an anointed man. From today, I leave you with no choice but to connect powerfully with somebody who is anointed. Find that person. Create a joint. And let that joint supply. The anointing, I I couldn't preach about the anointing. If God allows me, the next time, I will titillate you with the anointing. You cannot do the ministry with ten fingers. I'm not standing here with ten fingers. Attempts have been made on my life. Attempts have been made on my ministry. The first year I came to this set, members here took my name to have a, a shrine. I'm not joking. No, that's not what I'm saying; this is a joke. I'm not, joking. I'm, not, I'm not. This is one of the preaching windows we talk about. They 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 took me to a shrine to finish me in the first year I came to this branch. Am I here? Am I still here? Because. I'm not standing here with ten fingers. The extra fingers I have. I'm not here with two eyes. The extra eyes I have. I have them because I have stretched out my hand to an anointed man. That lead me. Why, Why I don't want to go? On Sunday, I don't want to go anywhere. On Sunday evening, I don't want to attend any meeting. In March, April, May. I don't want to be anywhere. I don't want to be in any Kinshasa or Tanzania or DRC. I don't want. I don't want to be anywhere. I'm a pastor. I should be in my church. I don't want to go anywhere. But the man to whom I've striked my hand says that, even if you don't want to go to Zambia for crusade, you are going. Pack your things. And when I go and I come, one idea. That I drop into the church. Becomes like a Hiroshima bomb. So, so, me, that I am not in my church most of the time. I'm... I can't continue. May your ministry... You know, three days ago, I prayed for you. That God will give you an unexplainable ministry. My ministry is unexplainable. This conference we are having is unexplainable. If you like, next week, have Art of Art of Transformation Conference. I I, I pray for you again. From, I feel the prayer that God will give you a uh, 1 plus 1 equals 200 type of ministry. Amen. May God give you a 7 plus 6 equals 420. May God give you 3 plus 8 equals 62. May you have a ministry we cannot be explained. The church and pastor, it can't be explained. A pastor who doesn't stay in his church not have a church like this. This bread of life cathedral should be the smallest church in Lighthouse. I leave you to go and find out what it is now. Listen to me very carefully. You are not allowed to lead if you lack the ability to follow. You are not allowed. Na- nature doesn't allow you. Nature doesn't allow a blind man to lead a blind man who is not being led by somebody who can see. Nature doesn't allow it. Many times, Paul used nature. He said, said, does nature itself not teach you? Does nature itself not teach you that you cannot lead somebody when you are blind? And some of you, the people you are leading can even see better than you. And that leads to frustrations. But they must learn to be under. Because that's where God plays them. The fact that you speak better English than your mother that doesn't mean you sit there down and say, You don't speak good English. Let me teach you English. Say, I am going. Not, not, not I, I, I have go okay. So sometimes you must learn to be under a mother who can't speak good English, even though you speak good English. There are many pastors who can see. They've got one or two members who see further. And this is what tempts people to break away because they can see a blind person is about to destroy my life but then you bring curses upon yourself today we are going to pray. you know as I, I said I was going to do part 2 in the afternoon but I can't do part 2 in the afternoon I'm going to continue with the part 1 one day when we meet again I'll take up leadership because I, I must exhaust the subject of following. Following is a prerequisite to leading. So you can see that your leadership style is as great as what you are following. Deliberately, intentionally. Assume. Your leadership style is as pathetic as what you are not following or what you are following. That abysmal leader you are following. Anybody who follows something great becomes great. Eliza was following a great anointing. Did he become great? Yes. yes. How can a God like you? When you come to my church here. You realize that I am a god, yes. The power line here is supernatural. He like, said, I have told you that you are gods, and I mean all of you who are children of the most high. I have told you that you are Bishop Dagward Mills, and I mean all of you who are proper children of Bishop Dagward Mills. But because you are not prepared to follow, you will die like a fetish priest. In the afternoon, normally I don't want to advertise what I'm going to preach. But I'm going to preach about the art of following this afternoon. Because you cannot go to the university if you have not passed certain prerequisites. Or, uh, Dr. Joy, is that not so? Can you go to the university if you have not passed certain prerequisites? What are some prerequisites for entering the university? Uh, you have to pass your one exam. Beautiful. Specifically, which subjects? If you're going to be a doctor, you must pass biology, chemistry, physics, maths. maths it's a math and English. Maths is a maths and English. Those are what we call prerequisites. If you failed maths, if you failed English, and you have got one star in RME, you cannot. Following is a prerequisite to leadership. And that is why wherever you turn and you close your eyes you are more likely to stumble upon a pathetic pastor than a pastor with a vibrant and a fertile ministry because nobody wants to pay the price of following and that's why I want to ask you to please stand up please stand up trust and obey pastor please sing for us Lift hands, please.
0: When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word, what a glory He sheds on our way! While we do His good will, He abides with us till. Sing please. Trust and obey. All that's going our way to
1: be happy in Jesus. Have to trust and obey. The day I stop following Bishop Daguard Mills, don't expect much from me the following day. Lighthouse churches, and I've wondered who is this pastor following. I've gone to churches, not lighthouse, and I look at it. And I said, Does this pastor understand what he is supposed to do as a pastor? Today, this morning, I told you a pastor is a leader, a shepherd is a leader. The Lord is my shepherd. He leadeth me besides the waters. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. Of a pastor is the leader. And you don't have a right to lead anybody. If you cannot point to somebody, you are following closely. And this afternoon, we are going to talk about wow. following closely. But in the meantime, lift your hands. We are singing. We are going to pray prayers and say Lord take me to my next level. When we, we walk, walk with the Lord. Everybody say In the light of His
0: glory Please Babies, for, for the joy, joy it be, those so so are for them who will, will
1: trust and obey. You want to have joy in your ministry? Trust and obey. now, for the us go
0: another way, way to be happy.
1: lift up our hands, we are about to pray and say, Lord,
0: today, I've been here
1: for four days, but what I have heard this morning, if I had heard it five years ago, I'd have been a better pastor. Father,
0: this morning, this morning, I'm coming in prayer. I'm coming with prayer.
1: I'm coming in prayer. I'm coming in prayer. Father, Father, give me, yes. give me the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom to understand, yes. to understand that, yes. that I am blind. That I am blind. I am blind. I am blind. And to lead, yes. and to lead, yes. I need to stretch my hand. I need to stretch my hand. Father, teach me. Father, teach me the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom of following, of following. As I pray, as I pray, Above. that grace above Let wisdom
0: above Let wisdom abound. begin to pray now Happily, 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 I I am for for the Oh, the humility, the humility to follow, I am Baba, not to arise and lead, I come, I am Ababa, we are followers of God, I am Oshabayababa, for I am a man set under authority, I follow Moshe, I am Ababa, and I say to this Lord, go, let me go, I am and to This one can be coming, May We become followers of God. May we not desire to be and to be following the our mindset of God, for we are put up we the name of God, to go. So pray this morning and ask God to change your mindset. Ask God to change your mindset. As you leave the conference, you ask yourself the question Who am I following? Who am I following? And am I following well? If I claim to be following, if I claim to be following, how well am I following? Pray today. Your salvation, it is your deliverance for the joy he bestows, for the favor he shows, and for them who will trust and obey. Pray, the Lord God, make me an obedient servant, a man with no mind of his own, a woman with no mind of her own, but a follower, but a follower. Someone who asks the question, Where are we going? Where are we going? Because I want to follow. Because I want to go. Where is the next place? Where is the next destination? Where are we going? Whether I want to go there or not Whether I desire to go there Or whether my desire is not to go there May I follow so well